feeling like I can't even wrap my hands around this dream. I just want to say thank you, God. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for rescuing me. Not just for the kidnapping and the trafficking, but thank you for rescuing me from generational bondage. Thank you for rescuing me from the lifestyle, from the kidnapping. Thank you for rescuing me from the people that I'm set apart from. Thank you for setting me apart, Father God. Thank you for for rescuing me. Like, what? Just thank you. Thank you for rescuing me from abandonment issues, Father God. Thank you for setting me apart. Thank you for making me a prophetess. Thank you for qualifying me. In your eyes, no matter what I've been through, what I've done, Thank you for believing in me and having the faith in me, Father God, to know that I will be a frontline soldier to do your work. Thank you for believing in my faithfulness, Father God. Thank you for believing in my obedience. Thank you for believing in my structure. Thank you for believing in my discipline. Thank you for guiding me and leading me and carrying me. Thank you for healing me. Thank you, God. Ah, Shabbati, I'm so grateful, God. Like, I'm so, I'm so lost for words. I can't even wrap my hand around this dream I just had. Like, thank you, God. Like, I know that I thank you daily, Father God. I thank you daily for everything that you do. I mean everything. I'm so, so specific. Every single day. When I pray, when I thank you, when you lead me and I want to make sure I'm doing the right thing. I'm so specific, God. 
But I normally thank you for the new things that you're doing now. And I've said thank you sometimes, you know. I've said thank you sometimes for certain little small things that I've noticed. But I have never just done a prayer thanking you for revealing, replacing, and renewing my past. And I was sitting up here and I was like, God, when you gave me this life coach business, you said you wrote it down two years ago. You never did nothing with it. I need you to go reconstruct it. You're going to walk through your calling in this business, but I need you to allow me to lead you in the whole business. So then I begin to pray for you to do that. So when you gave me the structure of the business, when you gave me the wording, when you gave me the scriptures, the website, you've been guiding me through the whole thing, even through the ups and downs with the website, people. When I'm ready to give up and I'm ready to quit, you're like, no. And you reminded me of the words and your word and the reason. And then it gives me some type of drive and energy to know, to get on the people to do right to where the supervisor reached out to me. And gave me money off for the next month. For free. It's free. Because I got on to them about how important you were to me, God. And how important this God-ordained business was. It's not just no commercial. I told them, it's not just no commercialized Website. This is not just any website. This is a God-ordained business. Where I'm helping people heal themselves and bring them to God. You made me get on them so tough. But I'm sitting here and I'm thinking. When you gave me the name for the business. I didn't even think of it that deep. I just was so ecstatic that you trusted me, God, and you loved me, and you had so much faith in me. Without a doubt. That you gave me a business up under you. I was so ready to do the work that I missed the meaning of the name that you gave me of the business. I love you <laughs> and I'm so happy to be on this second trip with you I'm so happy oh my body is so chilled father God
I love you, God. Thank you for the encounter with you. Thank you for these trips with you setting me away. Thank you for the isolation, the wilderness, the consecration, Father God, that you're taking me through. Thank you for this 43 days of fasting. I know you're sending me home and you told me it's going to be deeper fasting. That I ain't seen nothing yet. And I got that and I received that. But just the 40, we have 43 days today. It's been amazing with you, God. I've learned so much. I've seen so much. I've felt so much. I've heard so much. I've encountered you so much. Thank you for making me able with the ability to discern and feel these things. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for delivering me from witchcraft, thinking that the uh, thinking that it was okay, not thinking that it was okay, but being led, allowing the devil, me, uh, let me reword that, you're right, thank you, God, the space that I was in, the people that I was around, that allowed me to be led into witchcraft and terror and all those things, thinking that that was the way that my gift was supposed to be led, Father God, I'm so happy that you caught me and you laid your hands on me and you delivered me from it and said no and you caught me and not only did you caught me but when you caught me you restored me you delivered me you restored me and you rebuilt and rebranded me I just thank you for that. Because you didn't have to, but you did. And that's why you keep reminding me the unpopular prophet. The unpopular prophet. You keep telling me that every day. You're the unpopular prophet. And I'm like, what? And it's crazy because you said... They ain't hear you knocking, but they don't want to let you in. You gave me that word weeks and months ago before this encounter with you. And you've been giving me so much stuff ahead. I just be sitting like, dang. I've always been unpopular. Like, people love me and stuff. Like, when I went through the stuff I went through, and I was, like, running away, y'all. And I was, like, you know, getting got kidnapped. I was being manipulated. Like, I was going through so much grieving for my great-grandparents. But before that in school, I was never popular. I was popular but hated on. I was popular where everybody talked about me and wanted to hate on me. And there wasn't nothing wrong with me. My mama kept my hair done. My great-grandma and grandpa spoiled me right into the teeth. Like, oh, my gosh. I just cried. got what I want. So I never went without. My hair was long and pretty. My mama was... my. I was just telling my mom the other day that she was like... I, my hair just got flatter on uh, Saturday. And I called up and FaceTimed him. And it was flowing. And it's getting so much longer. It fell off just through life, you know, and um, it's growing back. 
to where my mom had it. So I've been showing them and stuff. And um, she was like, oh, you got hair like me. Oh. And then I was like, you know, a little creation or something. And then she said, oh, my kids got good hair. And I thought about it and I said, wow, if all her kids are natural. Every last one of them long hair to the middle of their back, to their butt. Like everybody's hair long. My mama's hair got good hair. I got good hair. Like all of her kids got good, long, pretty hair. And they're all, I was like, dang, and all your kids is natural. I'm the only kid that's not natural. So I've always had good hair. I've always been not ugly. I've always, like, been put together. Like, my mom got her clothes together for us, ironed her clothes. Like, I never, but I was always unpopular because nobody liked me. But they didn't like me because I was, they did not like me because I was ugly or I was bummy or I was, was less fortunate. They didn't like me because of my light and I was set apart. So when I was running away, everybody liked me. The people I met when I was running away, up until I got kidnapped. And after I got kidnapped, the people I was going to, oh, everybody loved me. You know why? Oh, Brittany make money. Brittany make money. Brittany can get money. Brittany make money. Brittany has a hustle. Brittany, it was like my light was beaming, but it was beaming for the wrong things. I shot about do, 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 do. And ain't no more, but it was. And I never paid attention to that. So, as I went through that, and then I went through the process of changing my life, I started meeting more people. They treated me the same way that happened in school. And just, they didn't think that I've seen it. Because I'm always so quiet and sitting back and, you know, little old nicey girl. But I knew. And God was always communicating with me, saying, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I literally... The people in the streets really just started doing me the same way. Using me in different forms. Using me for people I know to get things they wanted. Using me to help them feed themselves. Not giving me nothing. I didn't introduce them to this person, that person, that person. They didn't made their money, did what they did. Ain't nobody thought about me. People claiming me as their guy kids or sisters or niece or whatever. I'm giving to them, loving on them. They ain't doing nothing for me. I can't even tell you when any of the people I have met that call me friend or sister or daughter or whatever have taken me out to eat. Just simple. I ain't even looking for nothing back from what I've done for anybody but just a consideration of what Britney might want or what Britney likes. I've been an ear to everybody on my good days. Oh, drain me to the T, to the bottom of the drain. I have nothing. I don't mind. I don't have anything going on. 
I'm not a happy person. Everybody has drained and used me, right? And it reverts me back to why God put me in this isolation and this consecration and this fasting. And he keeps setting me away, setting me away, setting me away. And then he keeps reminding me, you're the unpopular prophet. I'm like, what? He like hashtag that. I'm like, wow. What? So I never got it till now. After this dream that God just took me through. It was literally in the dream. I literally just relived all of that. Just in a different scenario. The same type of stuff. Different scenario. Different time. Different place. But God did that so he can show me. What he's doing for me. Because every time he sends me on one of these getaway trips with him out the way. This time we in the mountains. I made 40 days on my fast. And God said we're going up to the mountains. Ah. And every time I always ask him, show me what you want, what you want, how you want to lead me, what you want me to do, how you want me to do it. Like, I'm your servant. And he showed me. He always has set me apart for a reason. Because of what he was preparing me for. Nobody was ever going to understand. Nobody is not supposed to understand. When God has a calling for us and he's taking us somewhere, nobody's going to understand why we're qualified, why we got a light, why we confident. And we went through this and we went through that and we did this and we did that. But why is God picking us? And I'm over here and I got this. I got that. I own this. I own that. And here she is with nothing. And he made, she's thinking she's all that. She's not even talking to me no more because of God. You can imagine, okay? It be like that, though. Because where he's taking us, they can't go. The only way they can go is if we saving or delivering them. And I'm going to tell you why God just put that in my spirit right now to say this to y'all. Because <laughs> the other day, I had a dream, and when I woke up, I couldn't discern the dream. I called my sister. She couldn't really discern it, so Apostle wasn't answering the phone for me, so I'm like, okay, I got, God, what do you want me to know from this dream, and what scriptures are you giving me? He gave me three scriptures. One of the scriptures, he was talking about, if I'm not saving people, I'm not doing his job. I'm like, huh? So I'm still, you know, trying to discern this and make this make sense and figure out why he would tell me that, right? And then Apostle Catherine Crick or Crack, Crick, Crick, whenever she's on Instagram, she was talking about where's my apostles and my prophets? Like, they really 
run the church. And people are leaving them out. Where are they at? And she was like, all these pastors and preachers, everybody's coming into church and going to church and worshiping and praying for that moment. But they're leaving, still, still feeling the same that they came to the church. She said, revival starts today. You're supposed to be making a change when you're in the church. So once I see that, I'm still like, huh? Still didn't think nothing about it. So then God had me do that three-day Zoom about my trip and showing people what he did to me and what he took me through, what he showed me, the word he gave me, the the the, the um, testimony he gave me and why he gave it to me. And then when I was done with the Zoom, one of my friends, good friend, like best friend, like I call him my best friend. He don't even know I call him my best friend, but we just like that, okay? And... He called me, he told me a situation and told me why he felt like he can't really get close to God. And I didn't even know his walk that he had with God where he encountered God and God was leading him. Never would have thought, okay? You'd be amazed, the people I've been meeting. It's the people that I already knew that I didn't think was like that. They like that. And we all on the same journey right now. And I'm like, what? I never even knew. I never even seen it in you. And that goes back to the ones that look like that. Don't be that because people don't see it. They're not supposed to see it. It's okay. God see it. And it's so crazy. I never knew this about him. We've never talked about the fact that God led him. And he had a walk with God and encounter with God. And he knew God. He knows the word. And What? Never had this conversation. So he calls me and he tells me after Zoom, he attended the Zooms. He called me. He was like, you know, mama, I need to, I really don't think I can do this because I'm dealing with this. I said, oh, no, we rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus, Father God. Sorry, every time I say his name, we got to pray him away. So I'm like, no. You can do this. You got this. God is calling for you. And the the prophesying that God had did through me and Apostle on Apostle on Zoom to him was marvelous. And then God had me send him to Job. And then God had Apostle send him to Psalms, to a certain Psalm. And then God led him the, yesterday to Jonah on his own about the prophet. And I had just told him hours before that, that God was going to use him as an evangelist or a prophet. And I hadn't asked God to reveal it yet and pray for it yet. But I told him God would show him if he continued on. So I made him go on a three-day fast. And I said, you're going to pray this prayer. I'm going to send you prayer points. 